Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. They say numbers don't lie. It's true. We've got 16 SWAC championships and 15 pro bowlers to prove it. Check the NCAA record books. You'll find 14 of our alumni. 14 attendance titles for the biggest home crowd in the nation. Our foundation was built by the Iron 13. Our legacy established by the winners of 12 Coach of the Year honors. From our humble roots in 1911 to having 11 players selected in a single NFL draft night. We are the truth. 11 SWAC Defensive Players of the Year. And 9 SWAC Offensive Players of the Year. Bless so much for these colors that we added red. Eight top ten finished in the FCS. Seven times the top the SWAC East. Six college football Hall of Famers. Five national players of the year. Four pro football gold jackets. Three black college football national championships. Two NFL rookies of the year. One NFL MVP. <sighs> yeah, it's true. Numbers don't lie. And in Jackson, the block means everything. And the truth comes down to these three words. The Episode 100. Tiger fans, get ready for episode 100. Tiger fans, get ready for episode 100 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Hosting the show with me today are Charles Bishop and Neely. Fellas, congratulations are in order. How does it feel to turn 100 episodes oh, man, today? Special, Corey. I, I, especially when you take a look at our fan base and the way that they've supported us. And for us to, to use this podcast to really fill in a void in terms of talking Jackson State Athletics, this is just tremendous, man. Yeah, Corey, I, I agree with that, Chuck. This is, you know, when you started this in January and we were going into basketball season and, and just as we get to go into the SWAG tournament, the pandemic causes all sports to be canceled. And, you know, we were almost in a woe is me. What are we going to do now? 
But lo and behold, we had more content, more episodes than we dreamed it had in, in less than a year. And I want to say salute to YouTube brothers, you know, to uh, our super dope producer, D. Corey C. And the stat man, Charles Bishop, uh, because y'all have done some yeoman work and keeping Jackson State athletics to the forefront for now 100 episodes in less than a year. No doubt. Absolutely. And fellas, it's been a fun ride. And as uh, this 100 episode was approaching, we were thinking of ways to celebrate it. And we figured we should bring on a special guest. And we kicked around some names and ideas. But guys, you know, it can only be one person (laughs) to help us commemorate this special occasion. And that person is here with us right now. None other than Coach Prime. How you doing, fellas? Welcome to Tiger Talk. How you doing, man? I'm 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 elated. First of all, you you choose me for your hundredth, and second of all, a hundred is no small task. Mm. That shows a commitment to excellence. That shows unity, love, uh, sacrifice, and everything, man. So I'm I'm elated to be your hundredth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, coach. Really appreciate that. Really do. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Well, Coach, congratulations on officially being named the head football coach at the I Love Jackson State University. So how has life been treating Coach Prime since September 21st, the day of well, the I'll announcement? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I did not understand the magnitude of the announcement, the magnitude of the relationship of the marriage with JSU. I had, I understood it was big, but I didn't understand how big and the ramifications thereof. The alumni, the HBCU um, family has been tremendous. It's been a, a not a surprise, but I had never garnished those type of emotions and feelings and just prayer and, and hopefulness that I have ever since we announced that day, man. So I'm I'm still on, on cloud nine. I, I gotta come down. So <laughs> it's time to get to work. It's time to get it's time to get to work. And let me tell you something, man. We we were not disappointed. No doubt, coach. You know, coach, when you got the job, you said something so profound. Uh you said God sent me to Jackson State. Uh, you know, just kind of expound on that for us. I mean, when and how did you know that this was where that Jackson State was where you were supposed to be? Well, the reason I said that is because it's not too many people know the journey. Um, Two of my coaches on the staff, they've been throughout this journey with me the whole entire time. When we started with youth football and and just 1,500 kids on the first day of our trial. So God has been preparing us for that for for such a time, then high school, then another high school, then another high school, then uh, three, four state championships. And, and dealing with this and dealing with that and, and jumping over this hurdle and the two power five opportunities I had last year. And I knew that I was qualified and I knew I, I was the guy, but God didn't, that wasn't the one for me. Mm-hmm. And to come up to such a time as this, when I knew I had another power five opportunity that was right there before me and God said, no, man, mm-hmm. This this is the one right here, and this is how it's going to go down. And then when you start looking at how God orchestrated it, and I can't make this stuff up, the 21st head coach of <laughs> Texas State here. I can't yeah. make that On up. September 21st. <laughs> On September the 21st, I, I, can't, I can't make that up. And, you know, we did move the, our first game in the spring to the 21st. Now, we did manage <laughs> but <laughs> – all, all other things that I couldn't, I couldn't uh, fathom whatsoever, man. 
and it just lined up properly. And I felt so good and comfortable in my spirit that my spirit was at complete rest. It wasn't like, man, you sure you did the right thing? It was none of that in mm. my spirit. It was, mm. this is mm. it. And then when I stood on that stage and, and before I even got up to speak, and I turned my back to the audience because I was in yeah. Yeah. because yeah. that was God's way of saying, hey, man, this is it. You right here where I want you to be at this appointed time. And I I, I had never felt those type of emotions. Mm. Wow. So I knew I was in that place. We all yearning for, to get to that place called. Yeah. And I knew mm-hmm. I was there. And one thing about there, coach, you, you don't know you're there till you get there. You know, so man. you get there. You're exactly <laughs> right. And uh, I was so in another component that that goes overlooked is that, man, these are our yeah. people. Yeah. I've never been in that type of atmosphere mm-hmm. where your people is applauding you and giving you love just because mm-hmm. just because the hope that you bring, mm-hmm. the, the, the anticipation, the excitement, the the that what you're bringing to the table i've never received that mm-hmm. not not from our people mm-hmm. powerful stuff so coach man you know again let me say uh an official welcome because now you've been on the job you know one week and and i know you know come to to, to know you some since the 21st and i know your driving passion from afar as well uh you know you got announced on the 21st didn't officially start to the first of december uh, so what was it like going that time, channeling that energy and passion, knowing, you know, just some things you can't do until the de- to December 1st? And, and what's the difference been like now that it's official and you can get to hit the ground running? What has this past week been like? Well, I'm, I'm thankful. Uh, I, I'll break up another scripture to you and it's going to make sense. When the Bible says that rod and that staff, they comfort me. We we have a tremendous staff that has been assembled. We have uh, a few of the staff members that was on already at Jackson State. Um, we have a couple that was added on from, from my staff and they've been doing a phenomenal job. I mean, they you, when I tell you a phenomenal job, you have no idea. And I can't wait till December the 16th with early signing so they could understand what a phenomenal job they've been doing. And now that I'm able to go all in and, and speak to the recruits and speak to the parents and zoom call them. It, that's your own top, man. That That's the birthday, <laughs> you know? So I, I've been anticipating planning, setting up deals. A lot of things that I could do. I, I could, we established uh, on army mm-hmm. you know that a couple helmet companies that we worked on to, because I want the level to feel, I want our kids to be fly and, and, and I don't feel when they look good, they feel good, they play good. I want to embody that. So bringing a couple more helmets, uh, multiple uniforms, um, field, uh, field equipment for the kids, a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, uh, turf field coming in for the practice facility as well, adding another half of practice field on as well. Just so many things that goes on beside being on the field and recruiting the kids that's paramount that you must that you must put into motion yeah, great yeah. stuff yeah you know coach I, i'm a jackson native and, and and i'm that guy i literally grew up on jackson state football i mean living in the stadium wanted to be lewis tillman in the backyard and everything but you know give us something that was a pleasant surprise uh, about 
the university or the football program or even the city of Jackson, you know, when you were doing your research after you got the job? The history, mm -hmm. uh, the four Hall of Famers, you know, Mr. Payton has gone on to be with the Lord, but I reached out to the other three mm -hmm. and, and talking to them and, and getting some understanding and wisdom from them, um, as well as Eddie Payton, to understand how this goes down. I, I didn't want to come in blind. I wanted to have the utmost respect. I wanted to make sure my I's were dotted and my T's was crossed and I knew what I was getting into and I wanted to make sure that I didn't irritate or agitate someone mm. on this process mm. because it wasn't about me. It's about these kids. It's about these future professionals. It's about this it's historical university. It's about all of that. And I wanted to gather as much information as possible so that I could make the right moves and call the right plays in yeah. life for these kids, for this university. So it's, it's, I, I didn't imagine, I, I couldn't imagine what it has been like, even meeting brothers like Neely, man. I mean, that, that looked out for my baby and just the love and compassion and the hope that, that I've seen all around the country. It, it's, it's been situations like I've gotten on a plane leaving Jackson State, going to New York, and an alumni sitting right next to me in first class and how proud and appreciative of what the school has provided for him. Mm. Mm. And he's a professional and the excitement that he had for me. It was unbelievable. I mean, things like that, you can't yeah. write. Mm. And it's been that kind of moments. It's been those multitude of moments, even out of amongst town, just eating in, in, in restaurants. It's, see, it's not just the black mm. folks, man. It's the white folks mm. too that comes up to me and say, hey, I, man, I'm elated that you're here. We can't wait to come to a game. Uh, the former governor, Phil Brad, I mean, what he's brought to the table for me, just meeting with him, understanding how the city works and, and how he could help and assist. Brett Favre, man, has been a li liaison behind the curtains, trying to make sure hmm. I meet the proper people that can help us with the resources. It's been so much that has been brought to the table and, and God orchestrated all of this, man. And I'm elated. I'm excited. Man. I really yes, am. Sir. You know, coach, you, you touched on something right there. Cause I'm, I'm like Chuck born and raised in Jackson, man. I, I walked to, to middle school, walked to high school and walked to Jackson state. So that's, that's home. And I know you have, you know, been in and boots on the ground in the community. And, and you know, you, you've always talked about not just making these guys into professional athletes, but professional men, but you haven't stopped there. You, you want to expand that throughout the Jackson community. Just give us some insight on, on Coach Prime's thinking on how you as head coach at JSU can just impact those young lives all over Jackson, whether they play for you or not. Man, everything starts with a thought. Then it migrates to a dream. And, and, and that's the way my life has transpired. So even coming in, I wanted to meet with all the clergy. I wanted them to understand that spiritually – um, I'm going to need you. I, I'm going to need you boots on the ground. I'm going to need you to speak into the lives of some of the young men. I'm going to need to divide these guys up into corners of four to send them out so you guys could, could minister to them, to talk to them, to encourage them, to motivate them. Because throughout the entirety of the season, there's a lot of ups and downs, not just on the field, but mm -hmm. in life. Break up with your girlfriend. Someone in the family is is sick uh, uh, in, in, in 
in the hospital or you have an injury or something, really don't know how to deal with that, how to balance life, all those type of things. To me, that's spiritual. I, I, I truly believe in mental health 100%, but I believe more so in yes, spiritual sir. 100%. So I wanted to, to meet the clergy and I wanted them to get involved. Then I went to all of the, the, the dogs, <laughs> the dogs, I mean, the straight brothers, I mean, the homies, the OGs, the, the, the folks who unofficially run the city of Jackson to make sure they understood that, hey man, these are my babies now. So when you see them out in the wrong, bring them to me so we can get it right. Let me know who's who, what's what. Because I don't need no ignorance or no adolescence on mm. my watch. Because it's all going to come back not only to me, but it's going to come back to the university in a major way. Now, if if, if John John um, gets jammed up at night and he gets into it at the club, it's, it's, it's not just Jackson State. It, this is national news now. This is just not in the local paper. It's national yes, news now because this place mm-hmm. for me. So just them understanding what could possibly be and, and what are they needs what do they want and all of them say hey man we don't need no money we just need a form a platform because we want to have peace because i don't want to be living lavishly if my kids can't even go across the street to the gas station without the possibility yes, of being robbed. Yeah. i don't want that on my watch so i got to bring everybody together everybody in and we got to have a respect for one another not only the clergy but yeah. the hood too because the majority mm-hmm. of, of us come from that yeah. environment. We, we just took a left, you know. I mean, we, we just took stayed right when yeah. they took a left. You know, Coach, I mentioned, so I mentioned to you my work with the Boys and Girls Club, man, and we can't look we, – we, we can't get over the excitement of having you in the city and what you can mean to the youth of this community and, and what you're doing just above and beyond football. So, man, just hats off to you for even having that thought process. Because as you said, everything starts with a the thought, then you put it in the action. And anything we can do to help you to be successful outside the walls of 1400 Lynch Street, you know you can count on us. Well, you've already been doing it. You've already shown that that that's who you are. And that's what you are. That's how you are. That's why you are who you are. So you've already oh, thanks, shown bro. that. I just really want to unify everybody. Um, no racial drama no social climbers. I, I want to unify everybody in the city. Winning winning is a wonderful fragrance. Man. <laughs> and we don't just want to win on the field. We, we want to win off the mm-hmm. field as well. Like when our kids are on campus in the cafeteria, I want you to call me and say, man, you guys got some of the most respectful young men that I've ever seen. Wow. I, I, I want to see when they're amongst town, like, hey, man, I could tell that was a a JSU athlete, man, because they they shook my hand, looked me right in the eye, opened the door for me. I made sure my bags were straight, make sure I was straight and I got in the copper. I mean, I, that's the kind of thoughts and that's the kind of verbiage that I want to hear mm-hmm. from our kids because I want them to be professionals. We got people coming in to help them articulate themselves. In 2021, if the rules are passed in NCAA, a lot of these kids get compensated for their likeness. I want to teach them how to get their hustle on. I want to teach them how to work that camera, to talk on that camera, to make sure. And I told on a Zoom call a few weeks ago, guys, you, it may be a CEO out there, man, watching you after the game in the interview. You got to always understand you on duty. Sell yourself. Sell yourself. You know, I don't need you looking a certain type of way. I want you looking presentable, professional. So that CEO say, you know what? I want to invest in that kid. I want him to to market what what we sell, what we have. 
And those, those are the thought, thought processes that I want our young mm-hmm. men to have. Mm-hmm. I want them to be professionals, man, on and off the field. Sure. At all yes, times. sir. We're here for it. Great stuff, Coach. And it's obvious that you have a sincere interest in the success of the city and the community, the health and wealth of the city and the community. But you have that that same interest in the successes of the university as a whole, not just the athletics program. So can you talk about the the trio of yourself, A.D. Ashley Robinson and President Hudson? You three seem to have a lot of chemistry and camaraderie. And, you know, it's not often that a university president athletics director and head football coach are all on the same page, <laughs> let alone on a similar timeline contractually. Yeah. So, so tell us about the importance of that relationship, teamwork, and I guess the trust that Man, you let guys me tell have. You something. You're talking about vital, a vital piece of the puzzle. That's vital because we came to the conclusion that all of us are tied together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the football coach, the AD, and the president, we're all tied together. So we all reflect on one another. We, we certainly, academically, this school is already unbelievable academically and as well as the APR, what we're doing uh, with the kids there. That's phenomenal. We just want to do our part athletically um, and socially. And A.D. Robinson, he keeps pushing the envelope, man, and I love it. He, he thinks outside the box. He's an innovator. He's a generator. I mean, he does what he has to do to make things work. And, and I love his commitment to excellence. So when they came down to Texas to even visit me, uh, when we started the conversation, just me and A.D. Robinson, it was phenomenal. He, he really was, he did, he done it. He did his homework. So he knew some little intricate details that, that really alarmed me. Say, you know what? This guy is on it. He is on it. I mean, even knowing my daughter's name and that she's a basketball player, mm. little things like that in initial conversations. So all of that was vital. Then when they brought, you know, prayers up, man, please. That was it. He Humble mm. man, uh, kindred spirit, just an overall good dude. There's no way you can meet prayers and not walk away and say, you know what, that's a yeah. good dude. Yeah. He has every intention of doing the right thing, leading us to, to where we need to go and uh, praying us through until we get there. So I'm, I'm elated to have this group of men that we uh, have multiple commonalities and we're, we're in it for the same reason, yes, the kids. It's not about us individually. It's about the kids. And that's what I wanted to ensure. When it begins to be about an individual, that's where the mm-hmm. problem occurs. But as long as we keep focused on the kids, on the young men and women amongst this university, we're going to be okay. Yes, sir. You know, coach, uh, we're now in December. You, you're officially on task. Uh, uh, but we also got some challenges uh, that calendar wise, you know, school is about to be out for the semester, still navigating this pandemic. Uh, so talk to the fans out there. What What does the rest of this calendar year look like for you? I know you mentioned December 16th, early signing, uh, but but what's the prime game plan for the rest of 2020? Well, uh, COVID is a dictator of, of mm-hmm. much of that, and we're going to make it in the the legalities and guidelines and regulations of COVID to make sure we're, we're understanding of that in all aspects, but we're, I think the kids are on campus. Let me pull up my, my calendar, man. I'm glad you said that the kids are on campus. I believe. The I fourth. believe. I think they on they on campus the fourth. The athlete, football athletes on fourth, the fourth, and they get a lot of testing, enrolled classes, and everything. And we have our first team meeting on the ninth. 
uh-huh. in January. And uh, they meet all the coaches, meet everybody's involved in our program, and they get a good day's rest. <laughs> <on Sunday. laughs> and then it's on. Yes. And on the 11th, it is mm. on. It is on on the 11th. Uh, and we're, we look forward to it. We look forward to getting together as a group, uh, individually, positionally. And let me tell you something. I'm excited not only about the kids, but I'm excited about the staff. It's a wonderful staff. And they're really going to lead these kids down the right path and teach them, develop them, inform them, chastise them, uh, correct them, challenge them in all different ways to for them to futurely become who they we desire them to be and who they who they want to be. I'm really excited about the whole prospect of everything. And uh, several weeks, then we get gear up for the first game. But keep in mind, we play in the spring. And we plan on doing some phenomenal things, but we're preparing yes, for the fall. No doubt. No doubt. And uh, when you hear the recruiting class that we're assembling right now, you can't help but rush to get a season ticket and to get excited with your JSU apparel mm-hmm. and ready. You, you, I promise you, I'm not talking. We, we don't think uh, – Amongst the HBCUs, we we think the recruiting class is prayerfully one of the best in the country. Forget we don't even think that way. We don't think that way. You can, and everybody got to get it out their mind. That's why I think last week I tweeted: uh, when we sign a player, you got to get on board, give mm-hmm. him love, show him appreciation, show him admiration. Don't just let that pass like that. You know, this kid passed up several major universities and committed to us. Show him how appreciative we are because he is a baller. And all these guys that have been committing, trust me, they're the caliber of kids that can possibly play on Sunday. We're not just getting a kid that can just play in the HBC. We're getting kids that can possibly play on Sunday. That's the thought process. Wow. So when you bring a kid to the table as a coach, you better stand on that table and assure everybody at that table, around that circle, that they can play on Sunday. And we targeted initial 12. We named them the 12 disciples. (laughs) I'm not lying. The first 12 ain't no joke. Trust me when I tell you when you hear what we've been cooking, it's going to be phenomenal. These are game changers. These are are, are the kind of kids that put butts in seats that keep you on your feet that that you're going to stand for the majority of the game because you don't want to sit down and and possibly miss something because there's going to be a fool in front of you. I promise you. <laughs> you, you know, coach, and and speaking of cooking, and, and this is you know a football related question in terms of when you take a look at what is your barometer of success that this program is moving uh, towards championship expectations. I mean, what clues you in week to week as as the coach of the program that they're grasping your expectations? Winning on the field is not uh, necessarily just the, the total component of winning to me. We, we got to win on the field. We got to win in the classroom. Uh, we got to win in the community. And we just got to win overall as a man. When you send your child to JSU, by the time he returns, even for a break, you should notice a difference. To me, that's mm. winning. You should notice the maturation. That, that's, that's winning. You should notice the way he holds himself um, to another standard. To me, that's winning. Oftentimes, it's not all about 
the W and the L on the field because there's another scoreboard that that is up every day in life, and we want them to win in that one as well. Sure thing. And there's a new standard. There's a new standard. Um, I, uh, people know me like a book, and they know I'm not a patient man because I'm a doer. Because before I have to ask you to do it, I'm going to get up and go do it myself. So I have an expectation that's phenomenal, but I can't have an expectation as I'm not, if I'm not willing to give what I expect. I got you. Yeah. We got to change the whole thought process of everybody. Um, A.D. Robinson, and, and they didn't bring me in here just to win because they're going to say, well, we brought you in here just to win games. Well, I brought you, well, I came because you've, challenge me to do such, I need you to do the same yeah. thing on your side. So the level for everyone goes to the next um, possible uh, 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 available, not just statistic, but feat, a challenge. It, it, it's like that with everybody. Practice is going to be competitive. You're going to want to watch practice because the practice is going to be as competitive as the game. Well, Coach, uh, you know, you talk about that team concept of you and A.D. Robinson and the prayers and challenge each other, making each other better. And and, and then even the team concept in your practices, you know, you, you have inherited uh, a four-star quarterback and, and then you were able to recruit and sign a four-star quarterback uh, in your son, Shadur. So when you look at uh, that, that practice competition and these 12 disciples and the others, how how open is that that uh, that competition battle, and what are you expecting to see from the guys January 11th as they move forward into the starting lineups? I, I can't wait to see how they handle themselves, how they present themselves. The ones that have been in, that are in shape, that are conditioning, that understands the game, understands our system, what we're trying to garnish out of our system, and the guy that's willing to sacrifice for his teammate to make his teammate better. And we're looking for I. I I don't believe in captains, man, because they only use the terminology of a captain on a Durham <laughs> ship, okay, or, or in the military. I, I believe in leaders and dogs. Mm. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for leaders and dogs. Wow. And we got and we're gonna find them. And at those particular positions, especially at that quarterback, yeah. you gotta have a leader that has mm -hmm. dog in it. You gotta have somebody that the kids are willing to follow not only on the field, but off the field as well. So it, it, it's crazy when, when I see some teams in the National Football League or college football <laughs> that, that I know the kids personally. I'm like, okay, you're pretty decent on the field, but off the field, you leading these kids to hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how are they going to follow you? They followed you during the game, but you're going to take them now after the game? You can't do that because they're going to lose some kind of way, lose respect for you. And that's why character is prevalent. Because when your coach brings a kid to the table and he sit him up there, one of the first things I'm going to ask is, is first of all, I'm going to ask, I need to see some practice film. I don't just want to see a dog on Saturdays. I want to see a dog on Monday through Friday. Mm. Let me see his practice mm. film. Don't just show me his game film. Anybody can manipulate highlights to make themselves look great in a mm -hmm. two-minute clip of all your positives. Like if we just, uh, as humans, went through and made a highlight film of our day, man, you're going to see us getting up, brushing our teeth with a strong forearm and a gun holding out. You're going to see us doing our thing. We're, gonna, we're not going to put the mess that we didn't do right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're not going to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, so kids do the same thing. So I want to see how you practice because how you practice is going to consequently let me know what to expect on Saturday, how you play. Yeah. 
I want to see the low yeah. lights too. I want to see those as well. But uh, man, I, I'm excited about just daily competition. No one has a job. No one wins a job. I I I told the kids on a Zoom call, ain't no starters yeah. right now. I earned that. Ain't no yeah. numbers right now. You're going to earn that. Too. I don't wow. care what number you were last year. You're not going to be that number this year if you don't earn it. If a dog come in here and he's better, he's going to get what he wants. Yeah. If a dog come in here and he wanted that number, but you better, you're going to get that number that you had. But you got to earn everything mm. you get. That's what we do as adults. Absolutely. We've gotten away from that. Yeah, life We've gotten away from Absolutely. that as, as, as men and women and parents and elders and OGs. We've gotten away from that. We got to leave the foundation like it once worked. But we is really uh, not only respectful, but appreciative. Everybody fishing for likes and, <laughs> and follows now. Yeah. I don't know where we started that. Absolutely. Coach, let me ask you, with you not officially starting the job until December and having to put a staff and system in place and get the student athletes back in January, how competitive can we realistically be in the spring season given such a, a quick turnaround? Very. Our expectation is still to win and to develop these young men and get them ready for the next level of not only football, but life. But we plan on being dominant in everything we do. We try. We don't make excuse for the virus, corona, or whatever, COVID, or whatever that may particularly bring to us. We don't make no excuses for that because other schools are dealing with the same issues that we are. We have a plan and an expectation to execute and make it to the next level and to get better day by day. Today, we're building for tomorrow with every day. Everything we do today is really for tomorrow to ensure a better life for someone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Coach, let me ask this question, and 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 this is for especially the the longtime SWAC observers, uh, or or even Jackson State fans, who, and they've seen you know countless examples of coaches that came from outside of the the SWAC stratosphere, and they and they had little success in the conference. There is a perception from fans, right or wrong, that you know coaches that kind of come from outside of the SWAC stratosphere are either not prepared or they undervalue the talent around the conference. What, what is your you know, thought process in regards to that? That's a, that's a great question. You know, many, you've heard me say an numerous amount of times that I, I've come to level the playing field. I come to bring attention to all HBCUs, not just um, Jackson State. We're so quick to say, well, our kids in the NFL are not coming to see our kids and drafting our kids. So let's really identify that problem. That's one thing to talk about the kids, but the same persons that you talk about, what was the last time a swag coach went to the next level? Mm-hmm. I got time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it, it's, it's not just leveling the playing field with the kids, it's the coaches as well. We got to get to another level. We got to have an understanding that we are uh, qualified. We are men of character. We are committed. And we are competent. I don't think that's the, the, the thought process outside the swag. And we got to do something to change that. It's easy to stay in the house and, and sit there and think we got all the answers until you walk outside the house and you see, you know what, this is a whole nother world out there. Maybe we need to try new things because if we keep doing the same old things we've always done, we're going to get the same old things we've right. always got. That's what I see right now. 
we sometimes we got to step outside the box and try new things if we want new results. Yes, sir. And you know, you, you've been big on that coach uh, since, since nine twenty one. you've, you have clearly stated, you know, you are here to coach uh, Jackson State University and uh, in the, and make an impact in this surrounding community. Uh, but you haven't left off that that rising tide lifting all boats and and the impact that what we're about to do at fourteen hundred Lynch Street and that it can have on you know HBCUs around the country uh, because you know you're gonna have a lot of dogs uh, and and every dog can't fit here. But what we're gonna do here is gonna benefit Gramlin and Alcorn and other places just because people are going to see what that potential is in these other the untapped resources. So uh, I, I think the ripple effect from what you're trying to put on here, man, is just going to be tremendous and it's going to extend way past the borders of Mississippi. Coach, Coach let, let, let me, let me just tell you this. This is a conversation I had two days ago. I was talking with this huge, uh, I don't, I don't want to say their names, but they do major camps. They, they put on all the unarmored camps around the country. And I said, guys, I want to do a satellite camp for HBCUs. They say, what do you mean? Um, satellite camp means you have a football camp for high school um, talent that are qualified to go to the next level. And you call in several other schools as well that can view the talent. He said, well, you don't want any other swipe schools. I say, no, that's who I want. I want the other schools to come. I don't give a darn if a kid wants to go to another um, HBCU other than ours, that's great for that kid. We just want to make sure we bring the talent there so the child can have his choice. Now, if a child comes to a satellite camp where you have several um, prominent HBCUs, all of HBCU is winning. Mm. Not just us. We, we should we in it for the child, right? That, that's the thought process. So when I go to major camps around the country and you have a just just I'm just throwing out random names. If you go to UCLA camp and they have uh, USC is there. Cal is there. Uh, uh, you have uh, who's it? Oregon and some other they, they do satellite camps in some smaller schools. Everybody benefits. Why don't we do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? why it's a game changer. Sure. That's that. That's the kind of things because the kids benefit. So if a child, you know how many children are going to show up at our stadium when we do a satellite camp and there are at least 10 colleges that can, by a stroke of a pen, uh, offer them verbally, offer them mm-hmm. a scholarship that can consequently change their, their trajectory mm-hmm. of their family? That's, that's phenomenal. It is. Everybody and, you know, because, Coach, uh, when you when you talk about that generational impact, man, it it really gets lost uh, because, you know, you know, folks think about going to play college ball just for the path of the NFL. But here's the here's the, the bigger issue that impacts more of our kids, that when you look at when you get out of school and you're starting a family and you don't have a college student loan because you had an athletic scholarship. I don't care if you come to Jackson State, go to Alcorn, Tennessee State. After we get our dogs, they can go anywhere because I'm trying to put these kids in a position that they're not saddled, you know, with that that education debt because they didn't capitalize, capture that opportunity to go to school for free. So what you're presenting, man, that putting young black men uh, in a position to get a free education and, and not only get that degree, but be debt free after school, you, you just can't tabulate the impact of that. Hmm. 
And you got you to say that again, because I don't think they, they understand what you're saying. So when you're saying debt free, you're alluding to there are no student loans yes, that you're taking out because you're on scholarship. Mm-hmm. You're on scholarship because the majority of America that that was blessed to go to college, they're in debt because they paid student mm-hmm. loans mm-hmm. and they're paying off those student loans until well in their yes. 40s and 50s. Exactly. So when you when you earn a scholarship, you eliminate that debt right off. Mm. So that's 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 wonderful. That's wonderful what you just mentioned. But those are the type of things that we're trying to garnish for all of HBCUs. I've hit, received so many calls of former professional athletes that want to join a coaching staff, and I had to tell them, uh, guys, I've already had a staff compiled for a couple of years. <laughs> just grab a hold of something for somebody to give you a job. You say, yeah, 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 come on, dog. You come, it, it don't work like that. You don't. It don't work like you want to. You present your scat your staff when you're in a when you're in the interview process, and you have mm-hmm. um, two staffs really. Because if you can't settle uh, financially on this coach, you have to go to the next coach to make sure it fits a budget that a, a school would give you for your coaching staff. And but in saying that, there's a humongous interest of a lot of former athletes now that they truly want to coach, but they got to go about it the right way. Mm-hmm. Don't just think you could jump in this thing and you had me coach high school, man. Just at least, least, at least get in front of these kids at the high school level for a multitude of years so you can really understand this is what you want to do. This is your calling. Because it ain't about no money. Mm-hmm. Trust me. It, it I'm, I'm sitting out here looking at the winner and I'm not bragging or boasting by any means, but I'm I'm leaving 150 acres in a wonderful home. <laughs> no doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> The, to yes, answer sir. God's call, yes, sir. right? So definitely is not about a doubt. This is about God's gotcha. plan. Yeah. All right, great stuff, Coach. All right, you are listening to Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred Club, and we'll be back right after this. During this pandemic, Jackson State University has made bold and necessary steps to protect our student athletes in hopes to get our fans back in the stands. We ask for our Tiger family support. You can donate today to the COVID-19 Athletic Relief Fund. Your donation will assist in the funding of financial support for student athletes, recruiting, and loss of revenue due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for all contributions, and remember, bleed be blue. Donate at gojsutigers.com forward slash give or click on the link in the show notes. Tiger fans, this is Vice President and Director of Athletics, Ashley Robinson. You're listening to Tiger Talk with 1400 Club. I believe. Do you believe? Go Tigers. And we are back with our very special guest on episode 100, Coach Prime. Coach, I want to take it back to recruiting. Uh, we talked about, you know, you'll have two big signing days coming up in your first three months on the job. And I've heard you say that if they just let you in the living room with mama and daddy and grandmama, you're going to get them. So how yeah. much are, how much are you looking forward to that? How excited would that be for you? Well, once we get done with this pandemic, I can actually get into this. Now I'm, I'm going to the living room. I'm on the couch in a Zoom. Right. <laughs> but trust me, we've been very effective in these Zoom calls. So I, I'm ecstatic about this. I'm ecstatic about the level and the expectation of the kids that the coaching staff are assembling, man. The coach, the staff is doing a wonderful job. 
I, I promise you, these guys are working effortless to bring us the type of young men that's going to change the game for JSU. Great stuff. Great stuff. And, and you talked about having one of the best recruiting classes in the country, not just in the SWAC or HBCU. So what's that mindset that you have going up against those top schools, some of the bigger schools in the country for those recruits? And I know you say that confidence is your natural odor, but are you at all phased by being the small school in those recruiting battles? No, not whatsoever. Not whatsoever. Because I don't care um, what you drive. You still got to get to the mm-hmm. same destination. Mm-hmm. We could go to work with seven different vehicles, seven different lanes, but we still going to go to the same destination <laughs> if 1400 is the destination. I don't care how yeah. you guys get there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, 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 three different cars, three different men, but you're going to get there. So it does not matter the avenue that you take. And that's one thing we're telling these young men. It's not, it does not matter. If you got the talent, you're going to get to the next level. You're going to get to the NFL. They will find you. And just so happens, we have several coaches that have played and coached in the league. That's, I'm very familiar with the, with the commissioner. I'm very familiar with a multitude of owners. I'm very familiar with a multitude of head coaches and GMs. So we have those type of resources to offer those kids in a true assessment of their talent. They just got to come and be willing to humble themselves and be developed and be led in the right direction. You know, Coach, let me follow up a little bit on, on Corey's question. And, and I wanted to ask this, and this is uh, especially for all the, the, the intellectuals and uh, for those who uh, really follow HBCU athletics, you know, how do you compete with a systematized mindset that has convinced athletes that HBCUs are somehow less than their PWI counterparts? That, that's a great question. I love the way you phrase that question. That, that is wonderful, the verbiage that you use. And that is that. Um, I, I, myself, a, as an example, I was never recruited by HBCU. I didn't have, uh, I wouldn't have been a four-star. I probably would have been a three-star because I played quarterback in high school and I was out of position, uh, something of that nature. But I was never recruited because they didn't think they had a chance at, at someone like me, who played in all-star games in Florida, who played multiple sports. Why do mm-hmm. we think like that? And then the, the, the level the playing field mean, okay, we don't have the, the dorms of that nature. We don't have the training facilities of that nature. We don't have all the bells and whistles. We got to go back to the old schools. You got to understand most parents are my age or a little younger. So not only are you identifying with the child, you identify with the parent as well. So when the parents start thinking, you know what? It takes a special kid to want to sacrifice some things. Anything in life that you do that you truly want and you truly desire and, and this is, that's, that could possibly change the game, it's going to be a sacrifice. So you're not going to get all you want. When I came out uh, of high school, I didn't give a damn about how the uniform looked. I didn't give a damn about how Dope Campbell Stadium looked. Other, I wanted to know two things. Who was going to cook for me? Because my mama did that. <laughs> <laughs> And where I was going to lay my head, where I was going to lay my head, if they could take care of those two necessities for me, because those were very important necessities for me, I'm straight. I don't give a darn about the depth chart because I know I'm a dog and I'm going to start and I'm going to play. I don't give a darn about uh, who went to pros before that year. I don't even remember at all because I knew I don't care what they did. I'm going to play. I didn't care. You there, Coach Prime? Yeah, yes, we got yes, it. Oh, okay, okay, there you, there you are. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. Dropping these tails. Oh, my God. I was on a roll. Y'all missed some of their stuff. You must have got up and walked around. You got the feeling it. I got the feeling it for real. I I was hitting that thing like like I had a ham and organ in the way I was hitting that thing. We're we're, we're looking for for kids that are just focused on what's real and what's authentic in those type of parents. If you're a kid that you caught up in several uniforms, we're going to try to provide them, but we don't want you like that. If you're a kid that you got to have a swimming pool in your dorm and all that, you're not for us. Hmm. If you're a kid that that you got to have this big old wonderful beautiful hundred thousand square feet whatever locker room and this and this and all these bells and whistles, you may be not for us. That's why so many uh, colleges out there for you. We're looking for that specific kid that cares about the necessities, but he still understands he has an opportunity to come here and change the game, provoke change in life. Uh, level the playing field and be dominant. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. Coach, and when you talk about leveling the playing field, uh, you know, A.D. Robinson and his team, they're rolling out multiple phases of facilities upgrades for our athletics programs, which are, are much needed. But how far will well, that and, go and in helping you level the playing field? Because a lot of kids care about those type of things. I mean, one thing that my kid wanted to see was the locker room. He wanted to see the weight room. He, he wanted to see those type of things. But he's saying, you know what? Those type of things are important, but they're not. They don't matter in a large scheme of things to what we're trying to accomplish. The size mm-hmm. of the locker room ain't gonna help us win no game. No, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. multiple mm-hmm. uniforms and multiple helmets ain't gonna help us win no games. We're gonna look good, but ain't gonna help us win no games. So the, mm-hmm. the truth is, your coaching staff. Um, how do you plan on using that kid? Do you play, how are you going to develop that kid and how are you going to consequently get that kid to the next level? Mm-hmm. Sure thing. Sure mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it right there, Coach. You know, uh, clearly you want to put your best foot forward and, and that includes your presentation and how you look. And, and we're all about raising funds to upgrade our facilities. But what I constantly remind our fan base when I'm sitting in the barbershop is, you know, that, that same dorm or a dorm that was less than that, put 99 jokers in the NFL and, and four of them in the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, so right. when you when you put in the work and you're well coached and you trust the process, uh, uh, you know, these facility upgrades, which are key and important, are still not the most important thing in the process. And, and, and you know, I was telling uh, uh, Corey and Chuck a couple of weeks ago, man, that, that I want to say it again to our listeners out there. I was fortunate to have the opportunity uh, to, to witness Coach Prime coach. You know, he came over to Mississippi and was coaching up in Clarksdale, and they got that big W. He has since being named head coach of Jackson State. You were undefeated in the state of Mississippi. And, uh, we're going to keep that going. But but one thing people lose sight of is is just your ability, Coach. You know, that that they see your Hall of Fame, the, the career in marketing and sports, uh, but doggone it, man, I was on that sideline with you. You you, you got to command that sideline. You, you know what you're doing. Well, can you hear me, guys? We got you. Yeah, I I love the game, man. This game is the reason I'm sitting in this home. This Mm -hmm. game is the reason I'm on the phone with you. This game is the reason that my kids uh, can can have and and the things they have and my mother can can, have have not worked since 1988 because Mm -hmm. of this game. So I Mm -hmm. have a tremendous respect for this game, and I would never cheat it. I would never cheat a kid. 
I would never cheat a coach. I would never treat, cheat alumni, fans, referees, or anybody attending a game. I got to give it my all because sure. this game has been just that darn good to me. This game has changed generations for me, man. Mm-hmm. So that I, I owe the game that. I really do. Sure. And I sure. love it. I, I love it and I live it. No doubt about it. You know, Coach, one of, one of my favorite quotes, man, is, is by Frederick Douglass. And he said, in life, you may not get what you pay for, but you will always pay for what you get. Amen. And uh, you, ju- you just cannot cut corners on this process to mm-hmm. success. You know, uh, you're going to pay for it one or the other. And, and that's the kind of thing I saw from you. Uh, and then, you know, in that same time span, fellas, uh, seeing him coach on the sideline and uh, to, to, to be able to sit with him and, and A.D. Robinson, him being Coach Prime and pay respects to W.C. Gordon, you know, it shows, Coach, that your your respect and admiration for our history, uh, because you hadn't even become officially become coach yet, and you took time out of your schedule to attend that memorial service. And, and I think it really did a lot for our alumni fans, particularly alumni football players, to see you there. Man, and first of all, that that is the the glue that tied all this together. I mean, when you talk about a man that walked those sidelines and commanded attention by by his presence, by what he stood for. I can't help but pay homage to him. If it wasn't for him, it would be no prime. It, it, would, it, would be, it wouldn't be, Jay, Jay State wouldn't be that. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be what it is. So understanding the history and even calling those Hall of Famers, man, and, and, and hearing them in excitement, uh, even more than my former teammates, Houston Hoover, um, just hearing the stories of Jackson State, you got to understand, who took drove me to every game <laughs> when we were in Annapolis. That was my guy. Mm-hmm. I loved him. And then when I thought about the, the coming and reaching out and, and hearing his love for JSU, man, it, it was unbelievable. And not just the athletes, the people that I bumped into that are just alumni mm-hmm. among the city. That, that's the real you know, athletes could be skewed because we babied a little bit. You know, we we don't pay for that. We could, I, I, yeah. I understand it could be skewed a little bit, but the people that that worked their butts off, that had a job while they was attending school, to just try to make it happen for themselves and their families. Man, I've heard some wonderful stories yes. about the historical JSU, and I love it. Mm-hmm. No doubt, about I love it. every bit of it. You know, coach, you're you're a complete genius in marketing your persona and and marketing in general. But with, with college fo- football, you know, now allowing athletes to uh, an opportunity to individually market themselves. What advice do you have for college athletes? Um, I'm going to help them 100. percent A lot of people don't know this. What I'm about to tell you. I played professional baseball at the conclusion of my junior year at Florida State. So I went into the Yankees farm system. So six weeks, I went to three weeks and uh, two weeks in rookie league. I think two weeks in uh, uh, single A baseball. Then I went to triple A, I believe, for a couple weeks. I did it all in one summer. So I was paid as a professional. So when I went back to Florida State my senior year, I was considered a walk-on because I had been compensated for my talents. So the Yankees had to in return pay for my scholar, my football scholarship for me at a, a 10 uh, my, my senior year. So 
this this is consequently what these kids are getting ready to do now being compensated by their likeness mm. Mm. and i'm the guy to show them how to do it no doubt <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna show them how to do it some things they might not want to hear of the look um the wisdom the understanding to understand how to carry yourself to articulate yourself to to brand yourself unfortunately kids nowadays concern themselves about the brand instead of the man mm. Mm. you got to be the man before even someone even take a look at your brand like you got a ball you got to put the football first the sport first then the rest of the stuff comes right bible says all that get you got to get some understanding you got to understand the main thing what's the main thing not your brand the main thing is your game that's the main thing then all the other stuff comes but before that comes we're going to teach you how to present yourself after a game at the press conference because i'm going to call on them i have a great memory man and when i say man third and five such and such from from this city here made a great play and i bring him in the press conference and i want him to articulate what he saw in that play and and how he was able to to be dominant on that play and, ex, and be ex, uh, exceed uh, expectations on that play. I want him to be able to articulate himself, which could constantly translate to something else, not only uh, opportunity at the next level, but an endorsement. Yes, sir. I want to involve oh. some of the kids in mine. I just pitched Gillette, a wonderful uh, visual of, of me uh, in front of a whole team um, you don't know I'm in front of a team, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm sitting there with my hands down. You don't know I have shaving uh, a shaving uh, cream and a razor in one hand, and I'm going off on the team telling them they need to do this, 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 and this. But I'm talking about shaving. <laughs> but, but, but when you pan out into the big vision, you see all of them with shaving cream and the same thing in their hands. And I'm teaching our young African American men how to shave. Yeah. Who think about that? Yeah. Think about that. Even wow. you guys on the phone right now. Who taught you how to shave? <laughs> Coach, you do it so organically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, nobody taught well, us that. Well, I, I don't judge it by my face, Coach. I don't know if anybody taught me, but if, but if, but if if Gillette is talking right, you let me know, and they can have it. <laughs> oh, trust me, if I'm talking to them, they're talking right. <laughs> so it, it's so many things like that, man. I'm trying to include our kids in, man. So uh, trust me. Mm-hmm. Trust me, and we 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 do have a documentary that we're shooting this year, okay. as well. So it's going to be cameras there daily on a daily basis. Wow, mm-hmm. shooting awesome. the kids, showing showing our true journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great stuff, Coach. Hey, we want to thank you for coming on, but before we let you go, it's a must that we put you on the hot seat. Let's go. We got to do it, man. In honor of our one hundredth episode. We need you, Coach Prime, to keep it all the way 100 with us on a few things. All right? So we have some rapid-fire questions. I got rapid-fire answers. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you're ready. That's good. All right. We we need answers. We need you to keep it all the way 100. Yes. All right, you ready? All right. Coach, had you played wide receiver only, no cornerback, no kick return, no punt return, just wide receiver full-time, would you still – wait wait a minute. Would you still be a Hall of Famer? Keep it 100. definitely. All I don't right. think you understand what I average with the ball in my hands. <laughs> All right. Well, now, Coach, keep it 100. Had you stuck with basketball and basketball only, no football, no baseball, would you have made it to the NBA? Yes. <laughs> I, I I was an AI 
<laughs> with a little Chris Paul in me for sure. <laughs> I, I was an AI with a little Chris Paul in me. I, I had 17 dunks my senior year. I averaged 24.6 before the threes were implemented. Mm. So if you implement my threes, uh, I, it probably mm. would have been 32, 34. That, that's, that's how I rounded up. No <laughs> <laughs> doubt, Coach. Uh, we going to keep it 100. Was the, keep it going. Was the curl really dry? You know what? It was phases. At Florida State, the curl was wet. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to eat like that. <laughs> once I went pro, I changed uh, activators. It wasn't carefree curl. I went to this Nexus. So it looked wet, but it was dry. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. All right, Coach. Was there ever a point where you were worried that Shador may not follow you to Jackson State? Keep it 100. I never recruited Shador. Mm. Not one bit because I didn't want that to uh, have an effect on our relationship. I waited till Shador came to me and said, Dad, are we going to play like this elephant ain't in the room? Are we going to talk about it? I said, you ready to talk about it? We can talk about mm. it. And I remember that day like it was yesterday, and we talked about it. But the coaching staff did a wonderful job of recruiting Shador and showing him the endless possibilities. Good stuff. And we have a – I don't know if you've ever been around us, Neely has, but we have a trem- – all my kids, we have a tremendous relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not friends with my kids because I'm daddy, and, and, and I, I don't play that friendship stuff. I'm daddy, but we have a wonderful relationship. Mm-hmm. We really, really do. In utmost respect, and we're very open and honest about everything. Well, speaking of that relationship, coach, we got to keep it 100 again. When is the last time you raced Shadur, Shiloh, or Dion Jr., and who won? Okay, none of my kids could beat me running to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Shiloh would tell you different. Uh, I don't think I've ever raced Bucky. Well, I call my oldest son Bucky. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever raced Bucky. But if we, I think I've always run his friends that was deemed to be fast. And see, my get out is off the rip. When I get out, it's, it's, it's discouraging because you ain't going to catch me. So my get out, my get out will discourage most men from continuing the process. But I don't feel like to this day, none of my kids could beat me. And it's going to come a time when I'm at JSU. I, I told the kids on a Zoom call, because one of them challenged me, because they, you know, they ignorant like that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, give me a month. Let me get these hamstrings. Let me talk to them and see what they want to do. Yeah. But give me a month, and we will run a 40. They're going to shut it down at about 25, because I'm going to be out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, though. Yeah. Hey. We're going to ask you to keep it 100, switch gears a little bit. Tupac or Biggie? Pac. Pac was saying something. You got to understand. I'm a mental guy. Pac was saying something. Biggie wasn't no joke. Now, both of them were dear friends of mine. Biggie Mm -hmm. wasn't no joke, Mm -hmm. but Pac said something. Yes, sir. Got it. All right, Coach. Your podcast with Jamie Dukes, 21st and Prime. Why should everyone subscribe to it? Keep it 100. Because we're not only uh, informing you, we're entertaining you simultaneously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on some real stuff. 
some 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 real stuff. It's not a black podcast, a white podcast, is neither of. It's just a podcast that we're trying to inform and entertain you simultaneously. Sure thing. Mm-hmm. All right, coach, keep it 100. Now you know if black folks can't do nothing, we can drive each other a little bit crazy. And I, 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 I and I know you don't cuss, but keep it 100. Mm-hmm. When is the last time you slipped and cussed? Last time I slipped and cussed, shoot, it had to be, I think it was in the 80s. Mm. I, I, I made a mistake, and I felt so bad, I wouldn't apologize. I cussed a brother that was a referee. Mm. I think mm. he had a made a bad call or something. I don't know if it was P.I. or something. And I slipped and cussed. And I did go back and apologize to him for two reasons. One, because it was wrong. The second part, mm-hmm. because I felt like it was disrespectful to a brother. Yeah. Not that it wouldn't be disrespectful to humans, period. But what this brother went through to be on that field, it, it was not an easy task, uh, being an official in the NFL in the 80s. Well, Coach, i tell you this, man. You know, my, my grandmother managed your football dorm in the 50s. My mother worked at Jackson State 30 years. If you can make it through this stint without cussing again, you, that's another hall. Because <laughs> we're going to do everything we can to get it out of you. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that a kid told uh, his father uh, that played on my 707 team a couple years ago. Small kid. He was phenomenal. He, I forgot what college he's at right now. He told his daddy, I've never been talked to that hard without somebody cussing me out. <laughs> he said, Coach Prime made me feel like he cussed me out and he didn't even cuss me out. <laughs> so, wow, Coach. Oh, I do get on their butts. That's all right. <laughs> now, Coach, keep it 100 for us here. You know, college football, it's, it's a topsy-turvy world. It's full of twists and turns. Is there a timetable at Jackson State where you say, my job here is done? No, I don't think like that, man. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't think that far down the street. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm the type of now type dude that's this focused on today to make sure tomorrow's better. But you can ask the people who represent me, like if they uh Prime, you know we got this next week. I like, no, I didn't. I don't I don't think that far. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think like that because I'm so darn focused on making sure today is what it's supposed to be. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because that goes perfectly uh, with my next one, Coach. So keep it 100. And this is a personal one for Neely, for your guy Neely now. <laughs> keep it 100. Does Miss Tracy have a sister you can introduce me to? You know what? Miss Tracy does not have a sister. Um, but, you know, Tracy is a diamond that, that thank God that God brought me. Amen. But that L.A. thing, man, I, I you know, Many in LA, I don't know about it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about lead you down that I, I, I would keep you in the. I would keep a southern woman for you. Well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna trust you, Coach. I believe in truth. I'm gonna trust you. Tracy is 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 in her own arena, and she is a hardworking woman that ain't no joke. Uh, she she and she's trying to bring something to the university right now. Mm-hmm. That I, I I I pray to God that they allow it. Yeah. You know I don't know what Neely does because Neely, how old are you, my brother? Forty nine. Okay, you yeah you close to me. You close to me. So you 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 could remember College Hill. Mm-hmm. 
So um, BET is rebooting that, and Tracy produced that show years ago, and we're, we're trying to do that with celebrities coming to Jackson and, and earning their degree. Wow. And the list of celebrities is unbelievable that are uh, signed up already. So I'm hoping that we find a way to to make that happen. That would be great for us as a school, mm. as a university. It would be great for us. Looking forward to it. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I like keeping it 100. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hey, we, we got a couple more for you oh, in that case. That's a couple more. We'll let you go. And it's perfect because you just gave us some some wonderful news. There's some breaking news. That was my next question. We want you to keep it 100. We need, we need some exclusive right here on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Some breaking news, something that you're working on that hasn't been announced yet. Uh, coaching staff, uh, uniform, game day surprises. Keep it 100. Give us something. Uniforms are going to be nice. Nice. I think uh, one is going to be a tribute to Coach. Uh that passed uh yeah 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 you know what man it's so funny that i I got this thing that about saying people's name who passed that that because it it bothers me yes sir like like my my equipment manager uh, from florida state um just passed and i just went to the funeral and it's so funny that i hadn't said his name since Mm. like it it, because it 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 does something inside of me so i didn't i didn't forget um coach's name it just does something to me. That's one of my little quirks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna the first game we may we may wear red because he was the one who who brought the red in. Mm-hmm. So we may wear red the, the the first game in honor, in honor of coach. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh. Coach, last one. All right. Last but not least. And I'm a guy I I, I love Jackson State to death, man. You know, to all your Jackson State fans. Why should they believe? They should believe because this is a great question. I see I could go ten different ways. I could alphabetize this thing. <laughs> I, I'm saying I, when, when my mind processes like that. Hey, well, let, well, well, coach, let, let, let's do it. We're going to be better. We're going to be consistent. We're going to be dominant. Our effort level. Um, we you got to have faith in us. Um, the, the environment is going to be. I just gave you alphabets all the way to E. I could keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I could keep going 100%. But you got to believe simply because, man, this is our time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is our time. This is our moment. We did the right thing. And we're going to go out there and change the game. God chose us, not just me. God chose us. He chose this prestigious. University. He chose this specific time. Um, he brought all these things together that don't really make sense. So you got to believe. Yes, sir. Because I couldn't fathom this. You couldn't. But this time last year, you weren't thinking about none. This could be possible. Not even close. I wasn't Mm-mm. thinking that this was possible at this time last year. I was mm-hmm. interviewing for two power fives right now at this time last year. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Yeah. 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 That that's why you should Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There, there, and I'm a, there you have it. I'm a I'm a, I'm a flat out winner, my brother. I win. Right. Man, I win. This has been tremendous, coach. I... Man, I thank y'all. I tell you what, 
I don't know where y'all taking me to lunch, but y'all taking me somewhere when I get there. Yeah, we, got believe it. we got you. We got you. I'm a pay for it, but y'all taking me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay for it, but y'all taking me somewhere. And it's got to be somewhere I hadn't gone yet. Oh, my God. I has, I've gone to some wonderful restaurants there in Jackson. And I'm definitely working out at least five days a week. You, you got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going to have me built like a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it did. Good stuff. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Well, there you have it. Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, episode 100, Coach Prime. And Coach, this has been an amazing conversation. We are truly appreciative of you for giving us your time today. Anytime you want to come back on, obviously, just let us know. We'd love to have you. The fans are going to be so excited to hear from you. Good luck and I God got bless. You, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for the opportunity. Hey, let's build on this and let's do something uh, consistently during the season, man. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Thank you, Coach. And that'll do it for episode 100 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I believe. Hashtag the I love. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.